Blog Talk Radio. Hello again. It's another edition of The Spill Tea. Thank you for joining me again. I, um, this is David O'Quinn, David Michael O'Quinn, and I am back with another edition. I recently saw two movies today. I did back-to-back movies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Into the Storm. I'll get to that in a minute. I did want to start off by saying, for all you Guiding Light and Young and the Rest of fans, John Driscoll's fan club is doing a charity brunch benefiting Wounded Warrior Project. If you go to starstruckfanevent.com, you can um, pay for the event. It's on 823 from 12 to 4 at the Doubletree by the um, Hilton Hotel in Richmond, Virginia. And, uh, yeah, you can meet John, talk to him. He's been stationed. I think he's in the Air Force right now, so it would be good for him to see his fans and good for you guys to see him. The VIP is $150 and the non-VIP is $100. I'm not sure the difference, I think. If you're in his fan club, the VIP is the 150 and then if you're not in his fan club, it's just the 100 I also wanted to remind everyone, you um, still have time to buy Cody Deal, um, my, my crush, his, um, his calendar. If you go to CodyDealBlog.com, you can buy his calendar. In the U.S. and Canada, it's $39 free shipping. International, um, it shows the shipping price. I think it's like $20 or something like that. And also, I just wanted to talk about my new obsession. We're moving on from all the promotions and stuff. My new obsession is the Kardashian Hollywood app. I know my friends are like, oh, you are obsessed with the Kardashians, but I'm in love with Brody Jenner. And I used to have a crush on Rob, but then he cheated on his girlfriend, and then he um, and Rita Ora went out, and he was really vicious to her after they broke up, and there's all drama there. So I'm back and forth on my crush on Rob, but I've always had a crush on Brody. But anyway, the thing about the Kardashian Hollywood app is you can become whoever you want to be, whether it's a boy or a girl. Of course I chose the, the chick because... She's going to be Kim's best friend. She's going to have all the fabulous clothes. Guys really don't have that much choice when it comes to that app. So I'm, you know, this check in the app, right? And it's so annoying because your agent, Simon, I'm, I'm thinking it's like a part of Kim's life because your agent, Simon, constantly calls you for work. Like, literally, you could have just done a photo shoot in downtown L.A. at Pop Glam, and you're finished with it, and all of a sudden he calls you again right after you're done to, to go to Paris. And it's really cool. I think it's, like I said, I think it's a play on Kim's life because for those people who constantly say, you know, what is Kim Kardashian famous for and blah, 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 I think this is a peek into her life without her writing an autobiography because there's this rival that um, my character has called Willow Pope, and I'm sure, like, all the girl characters have her. I don't know about the boy characters, but Willow Pope hates my character for no apparent reason. And we get into these Twitter fights, and every time that Willow spreads a rumor about me, my fans go down. Um, Right now I'm number two in, I think it's my area. I'm not sure, but 
I'm number two, and I have 62 million followers. I'm I'm at I'm at the A list. I'm on the A list right now. But it's just so weird how like little little things like they talk about Kinsen. Her image is in there to help me, and whenever I do a really big job, like um, I did a runway show her character will pop up and say, oh, my God, I can't believe that, you know, my character did this. And, and, you know, and then I get stopped in the street by paparazzi. Are you friends with Kim Kardashian and all that other stuff? But literally, I don't know. It's just I think it's really a peek into her life without her coming out and saying it. And the key to getting more fans and to um, getting a ton of money is doing, if you play the app, Take the jobs that are under three hours because it's going to save you a lot of energy. And it's also, you know, you do a one-hour photo shoot and you get a ton of fans from it. You have to do the bigger ones. Sometimes they're eight hours, but and it's real-time eight hours. So you run out of energy. You have to wait, I think, two or three hours to recharge fully, and then you go back in. You can also do some free stuff to um, to get more energy, like, clicking on a tree or clicking on a bird and going into restaurants like that. If you tweet me, D-O-Q-U-I-N-N-7-6, I will tell you some of my tricks. But, yeah, it's just very interesting. I I really am obsessed with the app to a kind of unhealthy degree. So um, getting back to the movies, I did see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and, of course, I liked it. I really did like it. I know that I'm a flaming gay boy, and I, I get I'm a queen and all that, but when I was little, I was still a queen. I've, people ask me, when did you come out? I say, May 1st, 1976. I was born gay. End of story. I've officially known I was gay since I was four years old. I was in preschool, and I kissed this boy in preschool, and we got in trouble because we got caught. But I loved everything. I liked Barbies. I liked playing dress-up. I liked the Easy Bake Oven, but I also liked Thundercats. I liked... Teenage Ninja Turtles. I hated Legos. I still hate Legos to this day. I'm sorry, Jamie. Jamie's like my sister, but I'm sorry, Jamie. I hate Legos. They're awful, and they get everywhere, and, and I can't, I'm, I'm not mechanically built like that. I can't do buildings and whatnot. But this was a really good throwback to that. It was a reboot, plus it was introducing the characters, um, some new characters, like Will, Will Arnett's character was so funny, and I'm so glad he was in the movie. I think he's super cute, and he reminds me of Patrick Wilson, but um, like a funnier version of Patrick Wilson. But the thing that I loved about the movie, and this is such a minor detail, I grew up thinking April O'Neil was like the prettiest girl in the world, and I loved her clothing, and she had this yellow jacket, and the entire movie... Megan Fox wore that yellow jacket. I don't know. It's just, it's such a minor detail. I understand that. But it just made me think, oh, my God, this really is Teenage Ninja Turtles. Unlike when I was watching Alvin and the Chipmunks when they were, like, little chipmunks and totally made me upset. But I love live-action movies that bring me back to my childhood, and this did that. And it was so awesome, and I can't wait for the, the next movie. My only complaint is the movie etiquette, and I'll get that to that in a minute. Into the Storm, that was a pretty good movie. A lot of people said it was Twister Part 2, which I can 
I can agree. I can see how you would say that. But how is not Twister? Is Twister was a very intelligent movie. Now, first of all, we never saw a movie like that before. We never saw a movie where there were storm chasers and the special effects. We had never seen anything like that before. Fast forward to this movie where we have seen storm chasers before. So it really, really upset me that there is a major storm, a huge tornado, the likes of nothing anyone has ever seen. And these fools are standing up there trying to take the picture. We've seen that in other movies. This shouldn't happen in this movie. I I know I'm nitpicking, but it just irritated the bejesus out of me. And I, I think I may have yelled at the screen, move, you idiot, you know, because there's no need for a character like that in, such, in a movie like this. You know, this is 2014. You have to have smart characters. And I hate being, I felt like I was watching Days of Our Lives in a movie. You know, back in the 90s when um, James E. Riley he did what's called the dumbing down of daytime. He made so many soap characters on Days of Our Lives stupid, but it fit the plot. And today, having a stupid character is just, like, aggravating, you know? And that's what I felt like. There were so many moments where people got out of, you know, there were, there were two storm chasers, these hillbilly storm chasers, they were chasing after a tornado, and you're like, are you dumb? Like, ugh, just, it drove me insane. So that was my complaint about that. But, um, yeah, it was an okay movie. I mean, I'd probably go see it again because the special effects were amazing. Also, Richard Armitage, who plays um, the Rain in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, The Hobbit, he was out of makeup, and that man is very handsome. And he's got a butt like a, wow, not like Cody's because, you know, Cody's butt is like out of this world. But his butt is really good. It's really good butt. And it kept like, he was in a suit the whole time because he was the principal of the school. So every time he was outside, the wind would go up and his butt would show. I don't know. Maybe I was just being, you know, perverted and looking. But his butt was like another character in the movie. But anyway... So now on to movie etiquette. When I went to go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, why on God's green earth was there a baby in the theater crying the whole time? And why were there hillbillies in front of me, two rows, with their kids running around, they're talking, they're laughing really loud. I just wanted to smack people. Then when I went to Into the Storm, these three teenage girls, Every time there was a quiet part, it's like they had to say something. So finally, he turned around and go, shut up. I was, just, I was at my breaking point. But they kept talking. And then people around them told them to shut up, and they kept talking. My point is, I want every listener who listens, when you go to the movie, please, I beg you, talk quietly. Whisper. And I'm talking about really Whisper that only the person can hear you, not that loud shouting whisper. And if someone tells you to shush, shut the hell up, please. Most people don't even go to the movies anymore because it's so expensive. I actually went to the matinee. 
So you're ruining somebody else's time by talking, by laughing, when it's not even appropriate to laugh. Just please respect other people. The cell phone thing, totally different story, but please just shut the hell up. <laughs> it's so aggravating. Anyway, um, on to my next topic, which I think I want to introduce this topic um, from now on. I'm going to call it the song of the moment. There are two songs currently that are stuck in my brain. And every time I hear them on the radio, I just can't, I can't not sing them. And I'm a horrible singer. I really shouldn't sing, but I'm in my car, so who cares? The first one is called Rather Be by the Queen Bandit featuring Jess Glenn. And if you look up Jess Glenn, she looks exactly like Jessica, who play, who's uh, played by Deborah Ann Wall from True Blood. This girl, is, her voice is, like, amazing. She sounds like a black woman, but actually, you know what? She sounds like Lady Gaga a little bit, but she's so amazing. If you haven't heard the song, Google it. Again, it's called Rather Be by Clean Bandit featuring Jess Gwen, which is so funny because she looks like Jessica from True Blood. Anyway, uh, my second song, I hate admitting this. I really hate admitting this. But it's not my fault that he wrote a catchy tune, and it's not my fault I love this song. And you have to listen to the words of it in order to really love it but it's called Maps by Maroon 5. I know, I know, Adam Levine, I know. I'm not a huge Adam Levine fan because I think he's a douche stick, but um, this song is just so incredibly, it, it's personal. I think he's talking about Bihati, but it's so good, and I just, I can't stop singing it. Every time it comes on the radio, I'm cranking it up, I'm singing at the top of my lungs. Yeah, so if you... You're in Massachusetts and you, you see me driving on the highway or driving down the street singing, well, probably either one of these two songs. And um, my crush of the moment, aside from Cody, because he is just insanely hot, I actually have 50 crushes. So if you go to my page, facebook.com, the spilled tea, right after this show, you're going to see my list of my top 50 crushes. It changes constantly. I try to change it every season or every couple months. But go to the page. You will see it there. Comment, do whatever you want. But, yeah, it's not meant to, obviously. I'm not trying to win a date. Most of the guys are straight and married. But I just, I feel like in today's age, we are so open about everything, and, and, and it's just a way of supporting other people. Some people on the list you may not even know, and I want you to know them. I want you to go to the page, and I want you to see who I'm talking about, click on their names, and maybe you become a fan of theirs. I just think it's a great way to add some sort of lightheartedness in this world. We, we always talk here about all the bad stuff. And I'm so sick of celebrities only answering tweets that are mean. You know, when, when you see a nasty tweet, like let's take, for instance, um, Zelda Williams. 
Robin Williams' daughter, she had to leave Twitter and Instagram because she was getting so much hate. She was, it was just, like, ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying she's right or wrong, but if I was her, my finger would be broken at the many times that I would be blocking people and reporting people. I personally feel ignore the hate. There are four types of comments on Twitter that I personally recognize. One is the positive feedback. Someone who's telling me, you know what, that was a great show. Your book is great. You're funny. Your, your tweets are snarky, but whatever. It, it's about something that I've done as part of a, I don't know, I don't really think of this as a job, being a blogger, being um, on, a, on a podcast. I don't think of it as a job, but it kind of is. So if somebody tells me something that I've done is good, and they like it, and they tell me why, that's great. That's a positive comment. Now, a negative comment, which is not necessarily a bad thing, is I didn't really like the show. Your book's not really that great, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's a negative comment. I respond to those. I say, well, why didn't you feel that that book wasn't good? What what could I have done better? Why didn't you like the show? And then a compliment is something that somebody says to me, oh, you're cute, you're funny, um, you're, you're a little bitchy, whatever. That's a compliment. Haterade, bashing, I ignore. I ignore that stuff. Because the minute I give just even the slightest, just the slightest recognition to somebody who's hating on me, I open up the door. And if you realize Whenever you see celebrities and they give that type of hate a platform, all of a sudden they're getting more hate because people realize, hey, I can get the star to talk to me if I bash them, you know. And that's kind of my my joke with um, Jason Kennedy from E! News because for years I was giving him, you know, oh, my God, I love Jason Kennedy. He's so hot. And I would tweet him, and he would never respond. And when Miley Cyrus had just twerked at the VMAs last year, Jason Kennedy was on Fashion Police, and he was twerking, or E! News or something. And I tweeted, oh, my God, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. But I love you, Jason Kennedy. And it ended up on E! News Weekend Sour Tweets. And I thought, well, that sucks. Here I am giving him positive feedback for years, and he responds to the one thing that I say that's maybe a, a negative comment, you know? And so I went back to loving on him, didn't get any response. And then I put a picture up. This was my experiment. When Jesse getting that hot slab of Canadian bacon came to E! News, He stood in front of Jason Kennedy, and they looked similar, and Juliana took the picture. Well, I took that picture, put it on Instagram. Over Jason's head, I put less under – over Jesse's head, I put more. Guess what happened? It ended up on E! News. It ended up on E! News Weekend, and it ended up as a sour tweet. Right there, I told myself, any time that you say something negative to Jason Kennedy – he will respond. 
anytime you say something positive to Jason Kennedy, he will not respond. Well, you know what? That's fine. I mean, I'm not going to hate on him. It, it is what it is. It was, they are pretty funny tweets that I did. But my point is I respond to constructive criticism, positivity, um, compliments. I do not respond to hate, and I wish Zelda did the same because she would show more celebrity solidarity, and I'm absolutely positive other celebrities would have followed suit. So if you yourself, even if you're not a celebrity, do not respond to hate. Either report it or ignore it, please, because feeding into it is just going to make you miserable. And think about them. What do they think that they're going to accomplish by going online and telling people, I think you should kill yourself. What if that person did just what you said because they were having a low moment? What if you caught that person at just the right moment where they were thinking about killing themselves and then you said something negative and it pushed them over the edge? How badly would you have felt? You know, there was a Law & Order SVU episode about it where this pregnant teen she killed herself, and Debbie Mazar's character was saying, end it, bitch, end it. And the girl did. And that can happen in real life. So just watch what you say to people. I know they're celebrity, but they are still human beings. Be careful. Because whatever you put out there in the universe will come back to you tenfold. I truly believe that. So that's my lecture, my sermon. I'm going to end this with saying, of course, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, D-O-Q-U-I-N-N-7-6. Follow my Twitter for the show, The Spilled Tea. You can also follow my book because I do post some stuff about my book. It's always the book on Twitter. If you want to pick up my three books, Who I Am and What I Want, The Family Portrait, and also the It Girl, you can go on Amazon.com, you can go to Kendall, BarnesandNoble.com, The Nook, iTunes, and Google Play. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, you guys are awesome, and I'm appreciative that you support myself, Kyle, Dallas, and anything that Doug has ever done. I also want to give a shout-out to Doug. Follow him at um, iDouglas on Twitter. Also, listen to his show. And very quickly, I wanted to make mention. I had said that, um, and I discussed this with Doug. After I did the show yesterday, I had said, thought about what I had said. When I said Doug is starting a new show, which is the same as this, I didn't mean that negatively. What I meant was Doug is going to be with a new cast, and they will probably talk about soaps, they'll probably talk about movies, they'll probably talk about television, and they'll probably talk about pop culture. But there is room in this vast internet space for both of our shows, for all of our shows. I'm not in competition with him, he's not in competition with me. I talk to Doug constantly on a daily about the show and what I should do and how I should format it. So. I just don't want anyone to think that I don't support Doug and he doesn't support me because that's untrue. 
and I still go to him about things. I am nervous as a bee. I just made that phrase up, by the way. I'm nervous as a bee being out here on my own. I cannot wait till my other co-host comes. But um, we're doing everything slowly. We're taking our time, and we want this to be a success. So with that, I want to say, again, thank you so much, guys. You, you are so amazing. I really appreciate it. Um, soon, I think we're going to have to do some giveaways. Um, I'm still trying to get some some guests on the show, working on that. Um, yeah, but I will definitely keep everyone in the loop for the latest and greatest. Follow us on Twitter and also Facebook. Have a great weekend and talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.